It's where you go to bike, hike, and stroll miles of pathways over more than 7,000 acres of parkland. A place to go explore rivers and fish their bountiful waters. Natural places to go marvel at magnificent wildlife while you play outdoors and go wander charming communities. Find all this and more at Destination Downriver. Give it a go. Today's podcast is presented by MarketInsights.us with the podcast on YouTube produced by the City of Taylor's Media Center. Thank you for the generous support of our community sponsor. When your destination is beyond Downriver, let Martinson Family of Funeral Homes help you and your family. With locations in Trenton, Allen Park, Maybe, Rockwood, and Monroe, their staff is available 24-7 at 734-671-5400. For more information, visit martinson.com. Thank you to our team sponsor, Allegra Marketing Print and Design. Let Allegra assist you with your print, mail, design, and signs. Located in Wyandotte and call 734-288-8994. Welcome to the April edition of Destination Downriver. I'm your host, Carl Zymack. Today, we'll be discussing how diversity and inclusion are helping drive this area's economic resurgence. We're just over a week away from Seco de Mayo. Those activities focus more on enjoying great food and drink than its, than its actual historic origins. This is an ideal time to examine one unique asset of our area, the dramatic growth of business startups and minority business enterprises. Downriver has always been a melting pot of cultures and ethnicities. More recently, we've experienced growth in our local communities spurred by a number of minority-owned enterprises. They are fast-growing, innovated, and represented in every sector. Over the last 10 years, minority business enterprises accounted for more than 50% of the new 2 million businesses started in the United States. They created 4.7 million jobs nationally. Joining us shortly will be the owners of three very different Hispanic-owned businesses, Monica and Geraldo Melgarejo, owners and founders of Atwater Street Tacos and Station 24, both in Flat Rock, Crystal Marie Mendina, attorney and owner of KM Law in Lincoln Park. Ms. Mendia is a graduate of the University of Florida Levin's College of Law. Her firm specializes in both immigration and criminal practices. Lastly, Christian Mura, CPA of MPC Financial Corporation, Christian's been helping clients meet their financial goals for nearly two decades. MPC is an accounting firm that offers an array of financial management services. We'll get to all of them when we turn the page on this edition of Destination Downriver. Carl Zymack back with you, and I've got my sidekick here, Ron Heinrich, uh, CEO of the Chamber. Ron, yeah. welcome. Hey, thanks, thanks, Carl. You're not the first one to call me a sidekick. Oh, uh, so, boy. Okay. Yeah, all right. But, uh, all you know, right. I got to say the, the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber is always proud to be a part of the Destination Downriver podcast. So thanks for having me today. Well, no problem. I'm glad you're here. And, uh, and we've got Crystal from the KM Law Firm in Lincoln Park. Uh, let's start. Let's start in generalities here. Uh, you've become a big part of the community transformation in part because your community involvement, okay, uh, which is something you're not a stranger to. It's safe to say that your firm understands social responsibility and sustainable profit go hand in hand. Uh, aside from running your law firm, which I'm sure is busy, yes, <laughs> I, I believe you came right from court here. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, uh, you're currently serving as a Lincoln Park Public Safety Commissioner. Tell us about uh, about that and giving back to the communities. Give us kind of a uh, an, an, an update on where what you're doing. Well, thank you for that question. First of all, mm -hmm. I'm honored to be considered a large part of the transformation. That is <laughs> um, very nice to hear. Um, yes, I have always been involved to the best of my ability with the community. That is something that I find to be very important. I started off actually serving as a member of the Planning Commission in Lincoln Park that mm -hmm. deals more with zoning mm -hmm. and, and different businesses coming in. And then at some point, um, you know, mm -hmm. I, 
They appointed me to the Public Safety Commission, which I think is rather appropriate. I practice criminal defense. I'm an immigration law in the area. It's great to be part of the great public safety department that we have in Lincoln Park. They go above and beyond um, to be involved with the community, um, to host different events, to really you know, provide amazing public safety. And then also if there are ever issues which are rare, there are issues that maybe the community feels comfortable speaking to me about, concerns that they come to me with, um, given the fact that we do have a growing Hispanic population in Lincoln Park. It is undoubtedly growing by the day. Mm -hmm. And so I think it just brought that link between mm -hmm. myself and the community and the Public Safety Commission. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to do it. I like to know what's happening in my area. Mm -hmm. It's always mm -hmm. it's always a great thing. It's and it's a pleasure. Mm -hmm. uh, Crystal, um, you know, you know, if you no, don't mind, Carl, ahead, um, I want to focus on the Hispanic culture and the community in Lincoln Park for a moment. Because um, I think that's one of the the gems of the Downriver region is the diversity, um, and that's something that we focus pretty passionately on is our is our diversity and, and how special that is for the region at the chamber. Um, Lincoln Park specifically, as you mentioned, has a very strong and rich uh, Hispanic uh, community. Um, you're obviously you're a Hispanic uh, business owner. Can you tell us a little bit about, give our viewers an idea a little bit more about the Hispanic community in Lincoln Park? And right now it's the end of April at the time of this filming, so we're getting ready for the big Cinco de Mayo Festival oh, as yeah. well, hosted by Lincoln Park DDA. So tell us a little bit more about the, you know, the, the rich, um, you know, I think history and the, the, the current, uh, you know, uh, Hispanic culture in Lincoln Park. And that is great because I was planning on throwing that little plug in. So Cinco de Mayo is yep. this Saturday. We will be celebrating from noon till 7 p.m. I'm excited. KM Law will be hosting their own tent, giving away some goodies. So I would love to see everybody there. Um, well, I initially moved to Lincoln Park in 2011. When I moved there, I really did not see the Hispanic population that we see now. However, I saw it growing gradually with the time. And so right around 2014, that's when I thought, you know, this would be a great place to have my law firm to be able to cater to these individuals that are moving into the area. It has grown, you could tell by the local businesses. So whether it's, you know, uh, beauty supply stores or hairstyle, manicure, um, you know, restaurants. We have a salsa dancing studio on mm -hmm. Ford Street. So you can see with regards to the businesses, also all the beautiful work that is being done on so many homes. You have a, amazing homes, nice upkeep, and, and you definitely can see you know, just a, a gradual increase in that Hispanic community in Lincoln Park. And coming back from a time when I first moved to Lincoln Park, half of the houses, it was a very difficult economic time. Mm -hmm. Half of the houses were vacant. Um, you know, you would go down blocks and maybe see three or four houses that were occupied. A lot of vacant homes that are now occupied with very awesome, amazing people. <laughs> so I'm excited. I, I got the definite vibe there that she's inviting us to salsa class. Uh, I could give yeah. you guys a private yeah. salsa lesson. Oh, I yeah. am great with salsa. <laughs> for, well, my we, mm -hmm. for my 15th birthday, we did the whole the mm -hmm. whole chain, oh, the wow. whole loop around. It's very mm -hmm. big yeah. deal. Well, we don't have a, you know, we only have a couple of days before the Cinco de Mayo festival, <laughs> yes. so we better uh, we better head over there right away. We Carl. would be we would be all ultimate failures in this venture, <laughs> that's for sure. Well, we would love uh, to have you on Saturday. We're very right. much looking forward to it. Well, can you tell us a little bit about the Cinco de Mayo festival because that's a big deal in in our entire Donovan region is Lincoln Parks Festival. Cinco de Mayo yeah. festival, and I think it started. I can't don't quote me exactly, but I know it was right around shortly after I opened up the office. So I think it was 2015. Mm -hmm. was our first year it was very successful we had it um, straight through of course unfortunately the pandemic we mm -hmm. did not have it hosted for two years mm -hmm. um, we had another one last year and it's just always amazing mm -hmm. normally the Consul of Mexico will come out mm -hmm. um, we'll have different performers uh, food trucks uh, different vendors it's just a very nice and again the public safety department which makes sure everybody feels welcome and is safe and and it's just a great day of fun so mm -hmm. it's pretty amazing <laughs> uh focus on immigration law that kind of caught me uh a challenge in these days yes most definitely a challenge mm -hmm. i also think more than anything it is because of the lack 
of information or I guess accurate information. I think uh, a lot okay. of people yeah. have a lot of conceptions yeah. of, you know, legalize your status, do your paperwork. Yeah. It's not that simple. Obviously, I would need about a three hour right. sure. um, session to get into all of that. Yep. Um, and, and I don't want to get into it too much but the point yeah. is it's definitely something that it very much is is dominated by where we're at mm -hmm. um, in terms of politics what different policies are it fluctuates um, and so it is a very difficult area of law definitely and we also practice a lot of criminal defense so mm -hmm. people that maybe made a mistake like so many other people but have dire consequences that they're going to suffer so we focus on really bringing those potential consequences for them to light mm -hmm. um, negotiating cases or resolving them in a way to try to protect them as best as we can so mm -hmm. it's kind of a combination of the two since mm -hmm. you came from miami and then came up here uh can can you give us and i don't know whether you can or not Southern border versus the Canadian Detroit border. Is, mm. Significant differences there uh, or? Is there a no comment? Is there a no that, comment? No, that's fair. No. No, that, that is There's fair. A, well, yeah. again, because we just get yeah. into so many yeah, things Yeah, because I don't want to launch out on yeah. that. Yes, I just it, it jumped it, out. It's, just, it's obviously very different, you know, for yeah. very many reasons. I think, mm. again, mm -hmm. our, our actions a lot have to do also with what's going on, I yeah. think. Mm -hmm. Again, there's a way to resolve this by, I think, mm. you know, legalizing so many millions of America of, mm. of people, of immigrants that have been here for 20 years, 30 years. They have children. They've been paying taxes. Mm. You know, help those people, legalize those people, maybe put that money into additional mm. efforts that obviously need to be made at the border right now. Um, and so it's just complicated. Very well, one thing that, you know, really stands out to me, not just about Lincoln Park, but the entire Down River region is the fact that, you know, we we truly are like an international community. Yes. Um, not only, we're obviously right on the river, which is an international border, right, with Canada, mm -hmm. um, but we, you know, the diversity of Down River, um, and it, it really makes us kind of an international community. And it's a very nice community yeah. at, those, yep. at those events. And, and you go, and again, the officers, they know the neighbors and the mayor. Yeah. He knows, um, you know, mm -hmm. people in the city and the other local mm -hmm. attorney. And we all get along and we're very cordial with one another, if not, you know, laughable all the time with one another, cracking jokes. It's just a very nice community to be a part of. I say yeah. it all the time. I enjoyed Miami, Florida very much. I know a lot of people are very confused by my move over here, but I am very <laughs> blessed to have found a community of attorneys that we help each other yes. very much. That is not always the environment that there is in South Florida, as yep. well as just my neighbors. I mean, my neighbors mm. in Lincoln Park are amazing. They watch out for me. I mean, if somebody just pulls yep. up into my driveway, I'm getting three different phone calls. I'm like, all right, people, people, I had an appointment scheduled. I know there's someone there, but I'm very thankful and I'm very blessed. And you don't find that sense of community um, very often, you know? And so that is my favorite part of Lincoln Park. Not so much the physical structure I live in, but what I'm surrounded by. Mm -hmm. Sounds like you're very, very uh, uh, into really being a participant in your community. I try, as, yeah. as, as much as my time allows, <laughs> yeah. well, I try. And let's mm -hmm. dive into that just mm -hmm. for a moment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of, on a lot of these vodcasts, we talk to restaurant owners, and, we, and we're gonna do that today, of course, mm -hmm. in retail shops and you know, uh, arts and entertainment, things like that, but we don't often talk to an attorney. Um, so tell us about your, how does an attorney become involved in the community, and and I know you can focus on Lincoln Park, but um, you know, speaking to the other, you know, profession professions out there that you know we don't typically talk to when it comes to travel and tourism. How do you become involved in the community? I think it just takes. I think it just depends on the person, right? I mm -hmm. think a lot of times, attorneys or maybe certain professions. Again, we have long days. We see ourselves. We're like, okay, well, we did everything we needed to do for today. But my personality and my mom mm -hmm. instilled this in me since I was a young girl. Was always you know i had the straight a's you had to have the great grades but you had to be the president of the hispanic bar association and a member of the key club and you know and you 
always and it always gave me the sense of community and happiness which mm -hmm. i think she was smart enough to know all went together right i would remain motivated just like right now i'm motivated to do a great job for my clients who are all part of the community that i'm involved in it's about separating that time and, and sometimes people don't see like an immediate benefit or how is this going to mm -hmm. benefit me but that isn't really what it's about it's about being aware it's being able to comment when somebody asks you hey crystal what's going on over here hey you know i've had several people that have been arrested lately in this area what you know and me being able to address those concerns and i think that's the important part it's the willingness to take time and do that and above beyond lincoln park i've been giving consultations at Lasette in southwest detroit yeah. since 2014 five hours approximately a week mm -hmm. of course obviously there's business to be gained at times but it's also a lot of just making sure that people have the correct information when i first started practicing i remember i stopped i don't know how many people from making major mistakes just by telling them hey 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 no mm -hmm. no 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 there was no case for me there was no case for the office but it was just about making sure that they were aware of their options or lack thereof mm -hmm. um, and just avoid, because there are a lot of sad situations when it comes to immigrants and, and what they're told or, yeah. So just trying to avoid all of that. Well, Ron, speaking of being aware, this young lady's gotta get back to court. We can't hold her up. So we're <laughs> gonna right. turn the page on this one. Crystal, thank you for thank stopping you in. Thank you so much. Really enjoyed having you. Thank you guys thank you, so Crystal. much for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay, back with you, Carl Zymack, Ron Heinrich from the Chamber, and with us in this segment, Christian and Michael Mura, okay, from the MPC Financial Corporation. Correct. Offer a variety of services. You were just telling us about those. Yes. Fire away. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was actually back in 2005 when I became a self-employed. Mm -hmm. And I started the the, uh, the financial side of the of the business as a um, way of helping individuals, Spanish, especially you know my own you know um, actually community, mm -hmm. because of the fact that when I came to United States back in 2000, in 2000 uh, 1990 mm -hmm. at an age of 19, I went through a lot of huddles you know in terms of. Uh, getting the correct information about mm -hmm. you know financing mm -hmm. about things that i needed to to study or uh, things that i needed to do how to get a first house mm -hmm. how to start a small business if i had any ideas and those things that I, the problems i encountered they were so much that i felt that i needed to make a difference mm -hmm. so that's why i went to you know to the university i got my I started getting my first license as a cpa then i got my license as an insurance producer um, and then other licenses as, uh, you know, um, uh, part of the IRS, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, and helping individuals to obtain IT uh, numbers. And everything is all about uh, helping, serving, educate the community mm -hmm. and trying to make a difference for many people who come to this country looking for something different. Mm -hmm. You know, looking for some, something to do that is going to make a difference in their lives. Mm -hmm. as of how they were in their own country. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Michael and Christian, I, I always like to learn more about people when we talk to them on these podcasts. Yeah. And we know you're Hispanic because today's yes. focus is his, the Hispanic yes. business community. What's your nationality? I'm from Chile, South America. Wow. Yes. Oh my. Okay. So, yeah. I kind of have um, my dad's side, you know, mm -hmm. Chilean. Um, my yep. real mom, she's she's from here, Royal Oak, Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I've never really lived with my stepmom. I've lived with, I mean, my real mom, I've lived with my stepmom. She's from yep. Mexico. So okay. I've always been close, you know, with yeah. the Hispanic community. Yes. And, you know. Well, it's interesting because um, we, we know that Lincoln Park and, you know, there's other communities as well that have a very prominent Hispanic community, um, yeah. a very successful, very rich Hispanic community. And we, we love that. Uh, but a lot of people will automatically just think Mexican, right? Yeah. And they don't really, Chilean and, mm -hmm. and Guatemalan, yeah. or there's a lot of other nationalities represented downriver. Yeah. And, and the, the cultures are, are, they have their own differences. Yeah, yeah we, don't, we don't work with just, you know, Mexican. Yeah. We work, yeah. um, we have clients who are Argentinian, um, mm -hmm. per, um, Peru. 
Peru. From Peru. Colombia. You know, from different Colombia. places, yeah. from Spain, you know, so. Well, we it, had a longtime um, employee who just recently retired, and, yeah, uh, you know, she worked for the chamber for over 30 years. She's Colombian. Oh, oh wow. She, she oh, yeah. immigrated to the United States from Colombia, and she worked for us for over yeah. 30 years. A lot of people, like I said, don't realize that the Hispanic community itself is very diverse within itself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Given given Christian's passion about the business, I don't think Michael had very many choices here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something I uh -huh. decided to get into, you know, mm -hmm. um, when I once I finally got into it, I realized mm -hmm. it's not as hard as I once thought it was, you know, uh -huh. once you actually get mm -hmm. into it and, you know, apply yourself, it's pretty easy. And I actually love working with the clients, you know, helping them out with whatever they need. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. it's a it's a good feeling. I know one thing that uh, that he and I and this podcast is and the podcast is very concerned with are is the business side of things. Mm -hmm. Okay, and your group works a lot with entrepreneurs and things like that. Yes. Can you give us some stories, some success stories on that? Uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but- No, 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 no absolutely. <laughs> We're good at that. <laughs> we are good at that. Spot. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, well, my dad knows a, a, lot, a lot, lot of them, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I recently just started, but- mm, Yeah. Mm. Yes, actually, uh, it is a very um, happy, it's very exciting when you help someone to really accomplish, accomplish their goals. Uh, I have uh, many clients that basically had their ideas, their thoughts about, okay, I'm a good painter, uh, I'm an electrician, you know, I do drywall, mm -hmm. uh, I, I can do landscape, and, but they don't, how, they don't know how to go, where, what to do, or how to open a business. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I really have in, in my, in my uh, mind, my philosophy, is to really teach individuals, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. explain them. Uh, it's not about just to having to sign a document and that's it. It's mm -hmm. about, hey, how you can do it, mm -hmm. how you can accomplish your goal. And, and throughout this, all these years since, since we, I started the business, I have started to get a lot of friends and they're not just clients, they're my friends in mm -hmm. terms of, they even call me sometimes on a Sundays, sometimes I'm invited to their homes mm -hmm. and, and, and to, for a small, you know, get together reunion or una carne asada, how they call it is sometimes, uh, you know, gathering they did do. Uh, so the idea that they, all these individuals have had and I have in fact one client that opened a small mm -hmm. restaurant it's actually was a, a small place where they were selling tacos. Now it's, it's a big restaurant. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it's actually in Detroit, um, El Palenque Mexican restaurant, where this individual had the opportunity. I helped him. And right now it's a very successful business owner mm -hmm. that um, is, is, doing, is thriving in, 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 in their passion. He's a cook, mm -hmm. you know, he, he loves to cook and he has a really mm -hmm. great can. I mean, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So these individuals that they are that coming here, they, they are thirsty of knowledge, information, yeah. to, to find someone that is not going to take advantage of. Unfortunately, you know, in our community, and it, help, it, help, it happened to myself, where some people took advantage of me, took money, and basically uh, I, wasn't, I never accomplished anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's also, uh, that's also the reason that sometimes people are looking for someone that they can trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that trust sometimes is hard mm -hmm. to get, but then when they trust you, they yeah. follow you forever. You know, um, one thing that, you know, it just kind of maybe a follow-up to what you were just saying, um, uh, you know, I, I mentioned in our previous interview with Crystal how uh, diverse our region, the Downriver yes. region is, and, and we celebrate that, and that's something we're very proud of. Um, you're an ethnic minority business owner yes. in, in the United States of America. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience as an ethnic minority business owner uh, to maybe even help you know, other business owners who are not minorities understand your, your personal experience and what it took for you to build up your business? If that, does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. And I have two things that I wanted to touch before I go over into details. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, some of the studies that have been done by big universities, including Harvard, have shown that, have shown that uh, out of five businesses, one in the United States, one is uh, Spanish, mm -hmm. uh, Hispanic. Mm -hmm. You know, it's owned by Hispanic. 
and another straggling uh, uh, data that it really caught my attention is that um, for individuals that um, they try to get loans or try to apply for loans or capital to start the businesses. Mm -hmm. Just very small minority of individuals, Hispanic speaking, mm -hmm. they were able to get. In fact, we, are n we don't even reach the 30% in, ter in terms of 70 to 80% of the white population. Mm -hmm. um, another, uh, another data that is really uh, astonishing is about the PPP loans. Mm -hmm. Only about 53% of bis Hispanic business owners were able to get the PPP loan during the pandemic, while in the in in, in the white um, um, area of uh, business owners, you know, uh, close to 80%. Mm -hmm. So there is a big difference there. Those numbers uh, really uh, have a reason, mm -hmm. and one of the main reasons is about lack of knowledge. What are the banks looking for? Mm -hmm. What are the um, institutions or the things that you need to do to make yourself more um, more uh, successful mm -hmm. in your in your path of in the in the business? Mm -hmm. um, and that is one of the things that we do. Uh, we teach individuals how to save, what to do, how to get more attract uh, att attractable to the to the lenders, okay. to the bank. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference. Uh, and Ron, one one thing I can tell you. Uh, every every individual at a certain point need capital. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yep. one thing that in um, business owners, uh, we, we as you said, we we share the small portion of the business owners in the United States. Uh, it's about learning how to acquire capital. You know, mm -hmm. and how to mm -hmm. basically uh, get the money from the bank to help your business run. You know, mm -hmm. there are different things that I tell everyone. It's good to have debts. It's just about being wise how many debts you need to have. Mm -hmm. And always your, have, your debts have to be min less than your yeah. income. You mm -hmm. know? But mm -hmm. it is yeah. okay to have debts. In fact, mm -hmm. IRS you know, obviously give you substantial you know, deductions. If you have your debts, you have loans. If you pay interest, yeah. you know, instead of using your own capital. Mm -hmm. So those are very important parts that you touched that uh, people need to know about. Yeah. Michael, I feel like, oh, I'm sorry. No, um, I was just going to say, going off that, you know, uh, many of the clients, you know, coming from a different country, you know, mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. a language barrier. So it's kind of mm -hmm. difficult for them to speak with, you know, mm -hmm. people. So mm -hmm. what we do when we have clients that come to us, sometimes, you know, they'll say, oh, I work with this other company. They don't want to help me with this thing or they don't they don't know this thing. So what we try to do is we try to help them the most that we can. I, I think that's what builds the trust with them. Mm -hmm. And then so, and then once those clients come back, I've heard like um, my coworkers say, oh, I've tried to talk to them. They only want to talk with you mm -hmm. because, you know, they, they trust. There's that, that relationship. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And that's what we talk about all the time at the chamber. Yeah. Is we're, you know, part of our biggest reason for existing is to build relationships between yeah. business owners. Right. They feel comfortable work. You, you do business with people you know and trust. Yes. You know, yes. that's the reality of it of course yes. good you know. point yeah and, yes. and yeah. if you have if you ever have a problem you know oh, i can go to those people and they can help me the best that they can exactly mm -hmm. you know ron what, i'm sorry to no go ahead um, one of the things that really uh, uh people love is to have someone or one area where you can cover different areas like mm -hmm. for instance we i started with income taxes bank to 2005 mm -hmm. income taxes then I moved into accounting where you know we now provide um, you know uh, bookkeeping mm -hmm. payroll paid of uh, 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 payroll taxes we pay sales taxes we open businesses uh, we help to admit, uh, to you know keep track of their businesses their expenses then we move into insurance we also provide insurance mm -hmm. and now uh, we are very excited that we have huge number of products that we offer in terms of insurance mm -hmm. including personal and business workers' compensation, general mm -hmm. liabilities, things that they need to do. We have individuals trained to teach you in, with with OSHA regulations. So when you have businesses, you know you know what you need to do in yeah. terms of keeping track of the, the, the gear that your employees need to you yep. wear and things like that. We also do investment. We help people to uh, purchase their own home, their first home. We have also. Uh, programs for investors that they want they have money but they need to invest in money mm -hmm. so we purchase homes we f uh, we fix them up and we resell them yeah mm -hmm. the idea here is that for any need we try to you know find a solution 
Yeah, for the client. You know, Carl, I think a lot of people listening right now are probably want, you know, thinking, boy, I need those services. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. How, and, how do they contact you? Mm -hmm. Well, the, we, we have a website that people mm -hmm. can go to mpcfinancialcorp.com or amigocontador.com. Okay. We also have, uh, for the insurance side, we have a website. And um, we are, you know, at 217843, which is very convenient. There is a big sign of AAA, which the products that we sell. Near uh, Southfield. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah. and the, the, the thing that is very important to know for people is that we never try to sell something. We just rather teach you and then it is your option if you want to use our products. Mm -hmm. We just want to show you the mm -hmm. things. We want to make you aware of the things that you can do. Mm -hmm. And then it's their decision if they want to pursue something mm -hmm. and then Take uh, uh, take one of our products mm -hmm. that we sell. Mm -hmm. We have different, um, uh, you know, uh, there are a lot of uh, professionals in our companies. Uh, mm -hmm. We have CPAs. We have, you know, insurance producers like myself mm -hmm. and my my son, uh, real estate agents like my son, and we also have individuals that are trained in. Um, we have um, builder also, you know, in case uh, registered in the state of Michigan, if if you want to build a house, we can also, you mm -hmm. know, help you with that. So we are a group of professionals, all in one umbrella, the MPC umbrella. Mm -hmm. Amazing. You know, so. which, is, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. well, let me put you on the spot okay. for a second. <laughs> I'm always interested in this because I've watched your father, and I mean, there's a true enjoyment here yes. when yeah. he talks about his business. Okay. Yes. Second generation. Do you feel, you watch him every day. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You feel you get the same enjoyment that he does on Oh, I mean, yeah, I do. I mean, mm -hmm. like I said, it's it's easy. It's not hard as long as you're there. Mm -hmm. And working with the clients, you know, mm -hmm. seeing them with a smile, seeing them mm -hmm. happy with the services that we provide, it, it, it gives you a good feeling, you know? So well, I, you. there's nothing I'd rather I'd rather do. Well, I'll tell you, 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 you've never had a better commercial than this because you are a perfect spokesman for your business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, thank you. What do you think, Ron? Oh, yeah. No, mm -hmm. I, I think you guys you do a great job in uh, running a chamber seminar for yeah. a lot of our members <laughs> for in sure, this region. For sure. Yeah. Well, we want to thank both of you for being on Absolutely. today. Thank We're you. going to turn the page to our last set here okay. in one moment. So uh, we're here with Monica and Gerardo uh, Mel, pronounce your last name. Mel Garejo. Mel thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> It's a great last name, I love it. Um, Mel Garejo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'm really excited about this one, Carl. These oh, are, yes. These are members of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, and they're um, just dynamic entrepreneurs mm -hmm. in the Denver region. Yeah. Started yeah. off with yeah. Atwater Street Tacos, and now yeah. have expanded to Station 24, and I think we're expecting some more announcements there's also the uh, atwater kayaking yes. and mm -hmm. so tell us let's kick it off with telling us a little bit about how did you start your business and then tell us about your business you know in general mm -hmm. what what businesses you operate mm -hmm. okay well we started uh, atwater in 2018 mm -hmm. and uh, that was our first restaurant um, with the help of the community obviously and the great city of flat rock mm -hmm. you know that was our first one and then two years into it you know we were pretty happy in the city and a building became available across the street almost and we decided to do another one which is station 24 now so yes. mm -hmm. which was a is actually an old gas station yes. mm -hmm. um it's like it, when you look at it it's that old 1950s yeah. style mm -hmm. you know station yeah. and it, yeah. it's really cool looking and what you guys have done with that building is nothing short of phenomenal tell us tell us about that project mm -hmm. And what was the inspiration behind it? So that one, um, that one was a, a work between us and our amazing landlord, uh, Bill Miller, who's done mm -hmm. phenomenal things in the city of Flat Rock, uh, really just beautifying the city and uh, making it amazing. But we had found an old picture from the mm -hmm. Historical Society of our building yeah. back in the 50s, okay. and it was a gas station. Uh, yeah. So we had, yeah. uh, my husband had the idea of expanding the dining room out, adding some garage doors to it, mm -hmm. and kind of changing the look of it to make it look like it did in the 50s. Mm -hmm. So we actually took that picture that we found and we turned it into a mural that's inside. Mm -hmm. So that's real exciting. Um, now we actually even host car shows there all the mm -hmm. time, classic car shows. So we have a, a huge amount of people that come out because it has that sort of car vibe, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the day, the Flat Rock car shows were at Big Boy, yes. right on Telegraph. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like perfect that it's now at Station 24. Yes. That's where it should be. Yes, yeah. it's super yeah. It's super fun. We're actually in the middle of, a lady is actually there right now mm -hmm. painting a, a mural on wow. the building of a 1921 Dodge 
uh, touring car. So mm. it's oh, really cool. Yeah, yeah, just kind of taking it to the next level. So. Oh, who's, yeah. who's the artist? Uh, her name is Jan Dale. Okay. Yeah, okay. so she Very does cool. beautiful work mm -hmm. and she's actually there now. That can be really, really yeah. neat. <laughs> a real, real neat yeah. addition. What's the, what's the winning formula here for the business success? Definitely our team. Okay. We couldn't do any of this without wanna, our team. You want to mention some names? Oh so. my gosh, there's so many to <laughs> mention. We have <laughs> we have a pretty a pretty big team, but um, first of all, his mom and dad okay. uh, work with us. They are phenomenal with the traditional Mexican cuisine. That is, mm. uh, I just <laughs> I will forever till my last day. That's my favorite food. You okay. know, yeah. Um, yeah. everybody from we've got Abby and Lauren, our managers that are just fan fantastic. We've got amazing cooks at um, Nathan, Jason that work uh, on the line. Um, just, I mean, everybody is, is fantastic. Over at Station 24, we actually just celebrated our two year anniversary. Mm -hmm. and we have four employees that opened with us on the very first day and they're, and they're all still, still there. there. Yes. They're still there. That's yes. Pretty, that's our kitchen that's manager, really good yeah. in the restaurant industry. Our kitchen <laughs> manager, Kaylin, our front of house manager, Kelly. We've got um, mm -hmm. Regan, our nighttime mm -hmm. manager, mm -hmm. and then Haley too. So it's mm -hmm. just, yeah. it's fantastic to have them with us literally since the first day. Yeah, you guys um, really, you know, you're only, Station 24 is only two years old, and then I, I think Atwater Street Tacos launched in 2018. Yeah. But you guys are, like, really have been, become, like, legendary eateries <laughs> in the Down River area. Everybody talks about Atwater and Station right. 24. <laughs> so you. tell us a little bit about what's on your menu at both both eateries. Uh, well, definitely the Atwater Street Tacos obviously obviously has yep. know, tacos, and we <laughs> we try to duplicate uh, stuff from my hometown because I was born in Mexico City. Oh, so great. my parents, yeah. you know, we lived there for for quite a bit, and um, we try to duplicate the same flavors mm -hmm. as you know um, me growing up. Yep. So that's one of the our biggest thing and. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the another key success is the mm. the way that the food tastes, you know, because mm. a lot of customers will come up to us and be like, "Man, I've been to Mexico and this tastes just like it," you know. There's not a lot of places up here that can say that, you yeah. know. So yeah. we do get a lot of that. So that's another one. Mm. And then, um, but we also try to have a little bit more modern stuff, you know, like we have some fish tacos that are maybe not traditional, some shrimp tacos. Mm -hmm. So we have a little bit of a couple items that have a little twist to them, mm -hmm. um, which are also great sellers. Yeah. And then uh, Station 24 is mostly, you know, it's American food, it's yeah. comfort mm -hmm. food, uh, burgers, sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah, we just switched our menu yeah. not too long ago, a couple months ago, we did mm -hmm. our menu switch, and we had a little bit more of uh, paninis and, mm -hmm. you know, lighter lighter, lighter items, you know. Yep. Um, yep. But we still have burgers and some sandwiches yeah. and stuff well, like you know, A lot of smoothies. Some. We do a lot of smoothies at, mm -hmm. uh, oh, that's yeah. one of our key ones, is, it's smoothies at Station well, 24. And that was something that was needed, because, uh, you, you, know, you, you know, you have your Paneras and places like that, but there's not a whole lot of unique small businesses that mm -hmm. offer paninis and you know yeah. cup of soup things like that. Yep. Um, yeah. And so it, I was personally really excited when you guys opened because I was looking for that, oh, especially you. down in you know in the in the Flat Rock Brownstown area. Thank yeah. you. Um, you know, so that that was a welcomed addition for a lot of people. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. That's Thank what we you. were really yep. hoping for. But let me ask you. Uh, sorry to hog all no, this, Carl. You're <laughs> um, fine, but right? one of the things that we always talk about, especially with our destination downriver campaign is the fact that you can go there, eat, and then jump on a kayak oh, yeah. uh, at Atwater, right on the Huron River. Yeah. So can you tell us about that? Yeah, uh, right there at our location at Atwater mm -hmm. Street Tacos, we've mm -hmm. got Atwater Paddles, which is uh, it's a pavilion just right outside the building. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about a two hour ride to get on the Huron mm -hmm. River. As soon as you're on the river, you're up north. I mean, it's just, yeah. it is beautiful, scenic, yeah. uh, blue herons flying around, fish, turtles, mm -hmm. just absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. uh, about two hour ride, we pick you up, bring you back to Atwater Paddles oh, where wow. you can then, uh, you get a little coupon that gives you 10% uh, off Atwater Street Tacos, which people tend to <laughs> like to have tacos sure. after a little two hour <laughs> workout. So they, they enjoy that. We've got a beautiful patio that overlooks the river. So mm -hmm. that's, I mean, you can like literally spend a whole day in downtown Flat Rock. There's coffee shops nearby, there's yep. delicious bakeries right across the street. You can like make an entire day. It's right small there. town America. Yes. Small town yes. America. Yes. America. And it really yeah, is. Yeah, I mean it really is. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Did, did you have this type of vision when you first got into Absolutely it? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> How did, it, did it just start to piggyback? It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really, yeah. really did. Mm -hmm. It very, like you said, very naturally, very yeah. organic. We, um, 
we always had a dream and a vision of owning a restaurant. Mm. It was G's Taco Bar. <laughs> That's what it was for five, six years before we ever ended up where we are today. And yeah. uh, we happened to drive by Atwater at the time, and it was it, before it became Atwater Street Tacos. It was quite a. a mm a different location as far as the look went. They completely, our landlord came in and completely beautified the entire building and we kind of came into it in the process of that. And we were just, our curiosity just was very peaked on this building, you know, and, and then slowly but surely Atwater became more a vision and came to life. And, mm -hmm. and then from there, um, the opportunity to open up Atwater Paddles came and it felt like it was the right time and the right, right situation for us. So mm -hmm. we, dabbled in that. We both liked kayaking, but we never thought we would own a kayaking business. I, I didn't, no, yeah, but not. it's been a, it's been a, a huge fun. It's, it's, yeah. it's an interesting feeling sometimes when you walk outside and kind of look around and go, whoa, <laughs> this yep. is, there's a lot of people enjoying yes. this, this little piece of, of land here. Definitely. So, so I do want to ask, um, obviously we've been focus, focusing on Hispanic uh, businesses, uh -huh. Hispanic owned businesses. Yes. Um, so, but before I do that, a lot of people are wondering, can they tell us where they're located and how we can find more information about them? So I want to make sure we cover that, and then I want to dive into, yeah. you know, another good topic. Mm -hmm. yeah, so tell absolutely. us. <laughs> so we are located in downtown Flat Rock. Uh, we are um, on Huron River. The stage twenty four is on Huron River Drive in Flat Rock. Mm -hmm. uh, the other Atwater Street Tacos is on Atwater Street and mm -hmm. Telegraph in Flat Rock. And then um, any of our information can be found on station24flatrock.com, atwaterstreettacos.com, and atwaterpaddles.com. Very good. Yes. Okay, I just want people sending us emails oh, saying, you didn't even tell us where we're Yeah, then you skipped the yeah, obvious. Right, yeah. exactly, <laughs> the obvious. Okay, so let's talk about, um, uh, Gerardo, you were born in Mexican, Mexico City. Mexico City. Uh, so you're Mexican. And um, Monica, what is your nationality? I'm Hungarian. You're Hungarian? American Hungarian. That, yeah. <laughs> Very much That's American. Awesome. So my they, mom's side of the family are the Kovacs. They okay. have Kovacs Bar in Detroit, oh. and they're Hungarian. Oh, very cool. uh, And my yeah. dad's side is German, and okay. my, my last name is German. <laughs> okay. So this is, this is a great combination, especially <laughs> when you're talking about food, right. Hungarian food <laughs> and, and Mexican food. Yeah. So tell us, um, what, what was your experience opening a business as an ethnic minority uh, in the Down River region? Um, I think it was great. I don't think there was any, um, any setbacks or anything like that. I think, uh, I think the city of Flat Rock treated me and her Definitely. just like anybody else. Um, uh, it was a good experience. It was, it was fun. It was our first business. It was our first business, so mm -hmm. everything went smoothly. And I mean, City of Flora just was able to accommodate everything for us and open the door for us, and literally just you know give us all the tools, the right tools, the right people to talk to about mm -hmm. you know how to open a business and how to do it and mm -hmm. where to get licensings and all that kind of stuff. So it was pretty. It was a pretty easy transaction. It was you know, pretty many easy. times that is a stumbling point for not only minority business owners or who want to be business yeah. owners, mm -hmm. but for everybody, the process sometimes can be difficult. But you're mm -hmm. saying yes. Flat Rock, it sounds like it was friendly, inviting, and you got what yeah. you wanted out of it. Just like yeah. Taylor, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you would hope that, okay? And, yes. I, and I do think we, we try. I know that Flat Rock yeah. being, being smaller, okay, it gives you a little bit different feel. It yeah, does. Just it a does. different yeah, experience. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I, I can yeah. see how some mm -hmm. other cities will give somebody a hard time, you know. Because mm -hmm. um, even, you know, obviously she's American and I'm Mexican. And, uh, we still have some little issues here and there mm -hmm. that we, you know, because I'm, I'm Hispanic. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not big setbacks, but you can see the difference on some of the stuff. You know, mm -hmm. some issues that we've had mm -hmm. that... Um, could probably be changed, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, but you know we're yeah. working towards a well, better future. And so. I think this was a that was a this was a good mm -hmm. question to talk about because all the other businesses that we interviewed today have been located in Lincoln Park, right? Primarily, right. absolutely. And so now we're talking about yeah. a, a business owned yeah. by an eth you know an ethnic minority, uh, you know, individual yourself, Gerardo, mm -hmm. who opened up in Flat Rock, which is a lot different than Lincoln Park. Right. Um, yeah. And it's great to hear about your experience, you know, opening yeah. up a business in the southern part of the Downriver region, yes. in this case specifically Flat Rock. Yes. Mm -hmm. What's the secret, since we're right, we're getting ready for Seco de Mayo, 
What's the secret to making it really special? For Cinco de Mayo? Yeah. Uh, making it really special. I mean, we do we do do some promoting, but we're kind mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. uh, people tend to, it seems so far that people tend to come to us on Cinco de Mayo. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a pretty busy day. It's our busiest day. <laughs> it's our very busiest day. Yeah, it's a big holiday for us. The yeah. secret to our success yeah. on that is probably just coffee and donuts in the morning, pizza in the afternoon. We we just like try to keep our employees like hydrated <laughs> and fed. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Italian on, yeah, the, yeah. the staff eats Italian yeah. 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 And, then we, and then we yeah. are closed, we are closed the day after for uh, a yeah. much needed relaxation day with our, sure. with our mm -hmm. team. We usually yeah. take the day off and go kayaking yep. so mm -hmm. how is um i you know want to ask you a question gerardo how is do you celebrate cinco de mayo in your family and and if so how is it celebrated? We, we don't we don't really celebrate it we never celebrate. I, think, I think it's yeah. more of an americanized holiday mm -hmm. um I, we don't we celebrate our, our independence day is actually not cinco right. de mayo because a lot of people think of that right so we don't do a lot of celebrating we don't. Uh, I know yeah. back in Mexico, nobody really celebrates Cinco de Mayo. I mean, it's, it's probably mentioned and stuff like that, maybe. Yeah. But um, up here, obviously, everybody likes to drink and have a good time. So you know, it's yeah. a, I, like feel like it's yeah, yeah. I feel like it's, it's more like of an yeah. I feel like it's more of an American yeah, like more of an Americanized yeah. Uh, Which is holiday. very that's that could be a whole nother oh, conversation there. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, it's very interesting because my my wife's uh, family is Mexican. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. And um, uh, you know, and so I you know I go to family reunions with my wife, and they're the family's up in Saginaw, okay. um, and you know, so there is a lot of mis you know perception or you know they don't there's not a, a whole lot of good you know clear understanding I think. Right. Right. Um, like for example, they. The, the Cinco de Mayo issue. It's, you know, you're telling me that that's really not even something that you guys focus on no, as a celebration. We have fun it's with fun. it. We have a yeah. ton of fun. We dress up and yep. have bees and wear little sombreros. Yeah. And we have a great time, but we make it yeah. a ton of fun. And you make, make some money off yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So sell, sell a lot of good food on yeah. Yeah. Cinco yeah. de Mayo. It's a good fun day, but it is definitely our, our busiest day of the year. Yeah. We, we usually yeah. start prepping about a week. Yeah. Before, mm -hmm. so usually Sunday or Monday coming mm -hmm. up, that's when I'll start going in there and just start prepping some of the food. Ever have any trouble getting enough product uh, during COVID? During we've the had the a, pandemic. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, everything from food to containers to put the food in to um, it was. We went through a lot of trials and tribulations during right. during COVID. We, I will, I thank God every day because we were actually quite lucky and quite blessed through COVID to um, stay busy. We we're kind of set up for carry out, so things went well that way, but uh, supply issues were definitely a challenge. Yeah. But um, now they're loosening up a little bit? It's much better. Okay, much yes, much yes, better. yes, yes, yes. A lot of our, I will say that um, our local suppliers, uh, for example, La Azteca, who supplies our produce and our all of our tortillas, mm -hmm. they never missed a beat. Oh, we never great. were out of tortillas or yeah. or um, any produce or anything. It was more like um, the bigger things like chicken. Chicken was a difficult thing for a while, yeah. you know, which is obviously the price of eggs <laughs> can show how difficult it was to get yeah. chickens for a while. Yeah. Yeah. How, how have your menu prices been affected by, the, you know, the supply chain shortage that we saw and uh, you know the pandemic and, and uh, inflation and things we like did that. have to we did have to increase our prices at yeah. both locations um, mm -hmm. the cost of goods nearly doubled yeah on, on, like literally in mm -hmm. a year yeah uh, and so the profit margins for a restaurant are very <laughs> slim <laughs> already <laughs> very small and yep. it's a very thin yep. line where you don't there's not a lot of wiggle room yeah so uh, we yep. did we did have some struggles with mm -hmm. that for sure and we had to make some things you know make some changes but mm -hmm. I think we're looking up now hopefully you know because yeah. that was a that was a challenge that was something that we were not really wanting to do but ended up finding it necessary to change our prices a little bit yeah i'm always curious of this when we have food people in front of us <laughs> restaurateurs in front of us what if you're not going to your own place mm -hmm. where's your go-to restaurant 
Thank you again to our sponsors, Martinson Family of Funeral Homes and Allegra Marketing, with a special thanks to our production partners here at the new Taylor Media Center. Thanks for listening and watching. Please visit our website, destinationdownriver.com, or our Facebook page, and be sure to join us for next month's podcast. 